0: to the unofficial unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan and in between gasping breaths of desperate laughter is my dear friend Sarah who is trying to work out if the east coast of Australia or the west coast of Australia is the one on the left.
1: <laughs> well, isn't, don't you have a different compass down there?
0: Yes, yes we do. We have one that says not for use by the English.
1: I mean, your your water goes the wrong way down the sink, so I imagine your compass is upside down, too.
0: No, actually, it doesn't, Sarah. It goes down.
1: And your stars are different.
0: No, no, they're not. They're just visible.
1: <laughs> Hello, Dan. How have you recovered from the Australian general election? Ah... Uh... Okay, you can stop now, dear.
0: Maybe.
1: You don't sound quite so, oh, my all is lost. There's no point in life this week as you did last week.
0: Oh, no, I've given up. See, life's much easier when you just give up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know, if it sounds like, uh, dear listener, I'm agreeing with Sarah an awful lot this week, it's because I've just given up.
1: Oh, but Daniel, no. it's the end of the season.
0: Oh, that's disappointing.
1: It is almost the end of the season. We've got the last two normally, European stage normally races. I'd be,
0: normally I'd be crushed about that, but it's all a matter of perspective. Now that's no longer the worst thing that can happen to me in a year. So, yeah.
1: Well, or... As, you know, since the women went over the Calberg, it's a reminder that Spring Classics are coming.
0: That's true. Spring Classics are now officially less than six months away, so... Yes. Awesome.
1: The end of the season, though, Daniel. Hasn't it passed quickly? It really has gone
0: very, very fucking fast. It's gone almost as fast as uh, uh Emmapuli uphill attack. Or... Has it
1: got almost as fast as a Kirsten Veel sprint in the rain on the cobbles in a terrible Dutch sprinting race, or
0: almost as fast as a Mariana Voss uh, mountain biking victory?
1: I, I, I think I think you need to give her a different kind of things. So try it almost as fast as Mariana Voss, in a in a in a race like the World.
0: Oh no 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 no! I've worked out. Olympic, no almost yeah. as fast as Mariana Voss dodging pothole great things in the in the ground oh yeah yeah oh. almost almost that fast but the season has gone by quite quickly i mean but it's not quite over yet there's a little bit to talk about there were a couple of races that went on during the week yeah
1: oh my goodness last week was so busy and this week's so busy it's like they don't go out quietly they don't go quietly yeah the women... like
0: these women are not demure at all um all apologies to any of the women who are in fact demure uh, but you know funny you were meant to laugh, Sarah. Thanks for backing me up. Awesome, cool. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: just out here on this limb, just soaring away.
1: It's not my fault if you're not funny, sweetheart. I only laugh when you make me.
0: <laughs> uh you're an independent woman. I can't make you do anything. Is the point? So it's not. It, it is your fault if you don't laugh. You're in control of your own reactions.
1: Okay. Well where do you want to start, my dear, with the racing?
0: Uh well I guess we should um we should talk our way through Bowl's Rentals. Uh yeah?
1: Bowl's Rental Ladies Tour, aka the Profile Ladies Tour, AKA the Brainwash Ladies Tour, mm. AKA the Holland Ladies Tour. So called because it tours Holland.
0: It's a shocking, shocking uh series of, of name changes for the race and nobody has uh, been able to keep up with it. But everyone has stayed in touch with the simple fact that it is the world's flattest race because it's in no. Holland and so there are no, no hills no. and no one ever no. climbs anything and it's all only What what do you mean I'm wrong? I'm the guy. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. I am not you're wrong wrong you're wrong you're wrong,
1: you're I am wrong. Not...
0: You're... I'm not wrong until you sing I'm wrong. So you're you know
1: wrong. Um... The Rabos der Islanden and the Tour of Chongming Island are flatter. But the thing about the Bowls rentals, the Rental the Ladies Tour... The Tour of Chongming
0: Island is not flatter. It's all downhill. That's a lie. But I am antagonising Sarah, so, you know. Uh,
1: the Bowles Rental Ladies Tour was six stages. And yes, it is true, five of those stages were incredibly flat, but stage six, Daniel, oh my goodness. My favourite, favourite thing was in the morning of stage six when Carl Lima tweeted, uh, posted a picture of saying that, yeah, the 13 climbs in the race book weren't enough, so they've added five more in. Yeah, yeah, so it's
0: gone up to to 18 and they ran out of um, tape for whoever's top tube it was that he tweeted as well, so...
1: Now, yeah. when we spoke to you last week, when we spoke to you last week, dear listener, they had ridden stage one and that was the stage that plunged Dan deeper into gloom because he was very unhappy about the idea of a Strada Bianchi type stage where riders' lungs were filled with dust.
0: Well, it, it was just more that like that sort of a stage really has to be done with uh, lots and lots of rain. That's the ideal conditions in which to do that stage. Otherwise, it's just, you know, I feel for everyone's lungs.
1: Yes, Stage two was a team time trial. Guess who
0: won? Uh, Well, I'm guessing because you invoked the rule. Actually, we should make this, you know, know Godwin's Law? Like, this should be our law. We need to name this law our team time trial law because, you know, as you say, when there's a team time trial, specialised win.
1: Yes, specialised win, the team time trial with Orica in second and Rabobank, Rabobank in third. So that had the GC nicely tied up for Trixie Warwick, who'd won some intermediate sprint bonnies in stage one. Stage three was flat. And one of the best things about the Dutch race, well, there are so many good things about the Dutch races. But, you know, you kind of combine because they go for intermediate sprint bonifications towards the GC and the points race and pride. They just attack, 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 and I was so enjoying Richie Steege's, um tweets and the tweets from the ladies to her account, where you're literally going. I by the time you finish typing that tweet and sending it, something else crazy's happened. It's lovely racing,
0: mm, mm. and, and also yeah. being um, you know being Dutch. There's quite a lot of um, great coverage around it too. You know, lots of uh, so video good. stuff and yeah, yeah
1: so many videos so many videos and I mean one of the reasons there's so many videos is because each they, you know the stages were in different um, Dutch TV regions so Arte yeah. Bay um had uh, you know had a couple did a couple of did a couple of stages and yeah it's oh lovely lovely um, oh lovely 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 Dutch oh the Netherlands oh you're so beautiful and wonderful maybe 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 you should relocate to the Netherlands Daniel
0: but why why would I do that when I could be in Belgium?
1: I think the Netherlands is nicer.
0: Than what? How so? Explain to me.
1: The people.
0: But the beer in Belgium's better.
1: You can get Belgian beer in the Netherlands, Dan. They're not... a hundred, they, um, Oh, you're thinking like... But you can't live Australian in a... Instances. You can't
0: live in a Belgian brewery in the Netherlands.
1: No one's going to let you live in a Belgian brewery, dear. It would be like Homer Simpson.
0: Who said let
1: I think you'd be noticeable.
0: I think the volume of beer disappearing might be noticeable, but I am like a beer-drinking ninja who drinks beer instead of killing people.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I've never met you, but I'm willing to guess that, um, that 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 stealthy is not an adjective that has ever been used to describe you.
0: Oh, it totally has, just probably not when I've had a lot to drink, but
1: yes.
0: I can walk in a straight line. I've had a lot to drink, which is pretty cool.
1: Mm. It
0: helps me get into bars when I really shouldn't.
1: Anyway, stage three, a tacky, attacky. <laughs> Um, Spunchy, sprinty, Kirsten Veel, second stage of the tour, and then stage four. And this was quite interesting because they had a break, you know, all the way through they'd have breakaways and attacks. And there was a breakaway that turned into just two riders out by themselves Elke Gebhardt, um, who's Veel's German teammate, and Vera Kuaduda, who's an absolute um, veteran of Dutch style racing. Um, did you know that Kuaduda means cow killer in Dutch?
0: I did not. I did not. But, I mean, so is that kind of like, um, you know, being called butcher in English?
1: I don't know, but it literally translates as cow killer.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Well, someone's someone's
0: got to, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Vera and Elko were out by themselves, and they were in one of those breakaways where they've only got like about, you know, where the gap's going like between 30 and 45 and 15 seconds. But, you know... If you can make it to the end, it doesn't matter that you only won by fifteen seconds or whatever. As long as you win,
0: winning is yes, yes, exactly, indeed. Except except for you know on complicated GC races when there's calculations and stuff. But yeah.
1: Anyway, there they were, (laughs) and I really liked the interview in English with Elka afterwards, where they said, "So what did you do in the last kilometer?" (laughs) She said, "I did (laughs) nothing." attacking me so I made it clear I wasn't going to do any work
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh it's almost as if she comes from some kind of you know plain spoken matter of fact kind of
1: nation I know I know I know it's lovely (laughs) really happy for her she said that her um she said that all of her goals at the start of the year had been when she signed for Argos had been to Um, to win a major international stage race so you know last sprinting one of the year pretty damn good Elka we love you that's great (laughs) 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 then stage um Hang on. four no five. five yes five and i was expecting a complete and this is really funny that the twitter was full of two things after um two things after stage five one when they were joined on the ra oh no by um, after stage four one when they were joined on the race by a tiny pony that ran alongside the peloton for a while right there have been no photos of the peloton racing with a tiny pony, a little Shetland pony. But if I oh God, I just want to see it because, you know, well, is it, and I is think it, isn't it one twice. of those
0: sort of apocryphal kind of, you know, like, I also heard a UFO was spotted flying alongside the peloton for a while.
1: No, I think it was genuinely true. The yes, I, I that agree couldn't...
0: that the reports of the UFO flying alongside the peloton are clearly genuinely true. But are you it's suggesting difficult... that tiny
1: ponies don't exist?
0: It's difficult without photographic evidence.
1: I know um, you come from a so... co- I know you come from a country with no mammals at all.
0: <laughs> uh, as I've mentioned previously, Sarah, the Aboriginal peoples themselves are, are mammals, as are as are we more recent arrivals of of other national descent, so I'd appreciate it if you didn't, you know, dismiss an entire human population out of hand like that. That's just not cool. Not cool. And
1: you have rabbits.
0: We we brought them with us because we wanted the foxes to have something to chase.
1: Oh, Australia.
0: And then, and then <laughs> that all so turned out by so.
1: Colonialism.
0: I, I know, just... I know. And then you know what you bastards did to try and deal with the rabbits? You brought out fucking cane toads to. No, sorry, you brought out uh, pythons to, to eat no, the rabbits, you're joking.
1: and then not... cane
0: toads to kill the pythons.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just a nightmare. Thanks, Britain. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah,
1: awesome. Imagine this lovely large happy country continent waiting to be just Oh yeah. Hurrah. Um we one of the
0: deadliest countries in the world. Like everything native here can fucking kill you and eat you, including the koalas. And yet and yet and, and yet, yet Britain, and yet Britain still... still managed to bring stupid annoying cuddly little animals that have no natural predators and are fucking the entire ecosystem
1: rats. <laughs> like rats, rats as cats, well. hurrah.
0: camels
1: <laughs> it's just
0: rats. goats it's
1: a fucking nightmare but i just um, because the, the tories have been talking about wanting to change the way history is taught because they seem to think that the way that um, England's colonial empire colonial empire bit is taught in class might make school children not feel proud of being British
0: <laughs> and and then they wouldn't be ready when we relaunch the empire
1: <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think what they actually want history to do is to lie
0: <laughs> yeah no of course they want history I mean that's what everyone wants history to do is lie you know it's yeah anyway, anyway. Uh, we're, we're anyway, wildly off topic
1: puffy, puffy, Tiny pony digressions aside, the other thing they were complaining about, which is very uncharacteristic, was the lack of wind. Now,
0: you see, this is again one of those, like, you hear the stories, but I mean, honestly, are we meant to believe, does someone actually expect us to believe that there was Dutch racing with no wind?
1: I know, I know, but there was. So, but stage, so stage um, five, which was the last sprinting stage, um, no wind, so none of the attacks got away. Bunch sprint, and I was super happy to see who won. Really? Guess who won, Dan?
0: Ah, uh, Emma Pooley, because you love her more than everyone else.
1: <sighs> Try again.
0: Um. Oh, oh, unit aunt, because you love her more than everyone else.
1: She doesn't race anymore. God, you're so you This is this is paying me back for not laughing at your terrible attempts at jokes, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes, it is, and it's going <laughs> to continue. <so>. <laughs> Chloe
1: Hoskin one stage five. Chloe, Chloe, <laughs> <laughs> and that was I a really tight like...
0: win, too. Did you? I mean, did you see the frame by frame of the the push at the line? It was, you know, that was a close sprint.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, her and Kirsten, they had a a good, like, half a bike length, at least, on everyone else, though, didn't they? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I was pretty impressed. I didn't realise that they both carried knives, but they had them out. You could see them in the, the first two frames. They were just, like, slashing at each other, and then they lunged the bikes, and... No, it was dramatic enough. I don't need to make stuff.
1: I'd quite I, I enjoy seeing the world through your eyes. I think I'd need to take an awful lot of drugs first.
0: The world would be more exciting if it looked like how I try to make it look in my head. Yes.
1: I'm not sure I'd actually survive, seeing as there'd be zombies and knife wielding lunatics and, and a lot UFOs of, a lot and of
0: people around every corner. I, I have to admit a lot of people don't have the the internal fortitude and strength to cope with a world as bleak and exciting as I imagine. But
1: And I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm not sure that the dress code for women would maybe would necessarily flatter me.
0: What? Functional and practical <laughs> With lots of pockets and, and places to store extra ammo and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I, I,
0: I, you, I guess you aren't the most practical of women, so... <gasps> <laughs> I, this is a moment where I'm actually suddenly very grateful that we don't record this thing in the same room.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I was thinking the other day about what would happen if we recorded uh, if we recorded in the same room, and I, and I do think death i Well,
0: I think it would be punctuated with a lot of weird you know sound effects of you hitting me with different things and throwing things at me <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you don't have a microphone fine enough for everyone to hear when you stick your tongue out at me or give me the finger but
1: um <laughs> anyway, so Chloe won and it was not it was lovely because, as Carl tweeted on stage four. Um, Emily Moberg had had won the bunch sprint for third place um, be, behind um, Gebhardt and Kurduda. And she'd looked as, as ecstatic as if she'd um, actually won the whole race. Mm. Adorable. Um, and, and he'd said that, you know, yesterday, Chloe had pulled for Emily. And then on stage five, Emily had pulled for Chloe. And Chloe had that look of surprise, excitement, jubilation, vindication, passion. Just yeah. know, all yes. that all those things on her face as she crossed the line and just, mm. and she's not had a great year and it was just, oh, I'm so happy for her. Yeah.
0: It was very, 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 very cool. Um, yeah. And as you say, like that look like her, her sort of fist pump open mouth, Rory, excitement was yes it was a very cool image also i have to take a brief tangent because you know we obviously haven't had enough of those yet but i have to take a brief tangent and um and tell you about my high-tech story my high-tech election story okay so it was saturday and i was lined up at the polling booth my local polling booth getting ready to vote psyching myself up for it you know basically putting on my angriest face and imagining death metal music in my headphones because i didn't have them with me um and someone in the line in front of me turned around and said cecily cecily and i immediately looked around for cecily gotas um all excited and then i was crestfallen because it was the morning i hadn't had coffee yet i was at a polling booth at the australian federal election and there was not a semi-famous writer from team high tech standing near me in line so, oh, yeah. I feel like
1: I should play my tiny violin for you. Oh come on,
0: you're still practicing. You're you finding it very really <laughs> hard to hold that little bow. So. <laughs> so
1: I also liked the photo of the cake that the Holland Ladies Tour gave um, uh, Chloe after the stage.
0: <laughs> I like that they gave her a cake. I think that's hilarious slash awesome.
1: They're so cool. It's just they had to. Oh, they're just and apparently the hampers that that riders won on the on the podium were really really good hampers as well. So what yeah. would
0: you put in a hamper if we if we organised a race? What would you put in the winning hamper?
1: Oh, oh! Can we come back to that? Okay. Okay. Stage because we're on to the final stage and the final stage was Limburg, Valkenburg, all kinds of hills. Extra hills, surprise hills, climbing hills. this was the day of the GC going in, yeah now uh, Trixie Warwick started off about a, a minute and a half more or less ahead of the riders like uh, um, Anita van Vleuten and, and you know and riders like that. and oh no, she's about a minute and a half ahead of Lizzie Ammitstead, I think, and yeah <coughs> and Anmit van Vleuten, and yeah so it was all going to be very interesting because could the riders escape and drop the likes of Trixie and Ellen and all of those riders and yeah it was as you can imagine attacky, 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 attacky hundreds of different things going on in the race at the same time, just beautiful to follow and Meek had two horrible punctures that kind of dropped her out of the group, chased back on got to this front chasing group roared through and had 30 kilometres solo towards the end of the race and then she was joined by Tatiana Gudertso of M. Cipollini Giordana, who'd been like chasing by herself. Wow! Over hills, and it was Anna and Tatiana together <laughs> at, the, at the stage. I,
0: I, I liked the roar. <laughs> chasing that like roar.
1: Roar. That was more of a growl than a roar. That
0: was and that th- was a, that was a half-hearted roar where your arms were just flailing slightly at the elbow. Raw.
1: Lailing at all they were they were, they were they were tucked between my hands were tucked between my knees
0: if you would like to tell us what Sarah's roar slash growl sounded like <laughs> please drop it in the comments or you know hit us on Twitter or whatever
1: <laughs> do your growl then
0: uh, all right, you want a you want a proper growl?
1: I want a proper growl. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a growl. That's not a growl. That's a groan.
0: <coughs> That's a growl.
1: It's a groan.
0: No, you've got to visualize it like bad teeth and stuff.
1: No, I was no. That doesn't sound threatening at all. That just sounds groany.
0: No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe a little bit.
1: Okay. Anyway, so there they were. And, and at one point, Tatiana and Anna Meek had actually got enough time for Anna Meek to take over the race leader's virtual jersey. Trixie Warwick had been dropped. So at this point, the the leader on the, you know, it had been Ellen Van Dyke as the leader on the road. And behind you had Van Dyke, uh, Anna van der Breggen, Chantal Black and Claudia Hauschler of, of TIBCO, um, Lizzie Armistead, all racing together and then attacking the hell out of each other. It was just oh, fantastic racing. And it came, and, and as it got to the end, it got to that exciting time where you're watching something on Twitter, and it's kind of going yes, um, twelve kilometres and you know thirty seconds or whatever. You know, you're kind of watching the the, the kilometres and the seconds, a um, gap. Tick down at this massive pace, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness, what's going to happen and then it kind of got to the end, and it suddenly just went you know from going to you know three kilometers and fifteen seconds, two kilometers and ten seconds, photo finish, <laughs> oh my God. Who's that photo finish between? What's going on? But it turned out that Anna Meek had attacked on the final hill and then Antoshina had caught her. Then, not Antaschina, sorry, Guderzo, Tatiana Guderzo had caught her. And then Guderzo had attacked in the sprint and it ended up in a photo finish between Guderzo and Van Vleuten. And, yeah, had it been five metres longer, Van Vleuten would have won. Behind them, Lizzie Armitstead in third and Ellen Van Dyke. Crossing the line in about fifth or sixth on the stage, having won the Bowls Rental Ladies Tour, congratulations, Ellen!
0: Well done, well done, Ellen. Um, well, and that indeed. does well. I, I don't know if it's too early, but like that that um, leads me to. I mean, you've sort of speculated a little bit about this, but um, do we know if if Ellen's in the world's team yet?
1: Ellen is in the world team for sure for definite for shizzle and she is racing the team time trial for specialized lululemon
0: Mm, who we've we've created the specialized rule for so you know how that's gonna go
1: and she's racing the itt as her main goal okay
0: so you don't you don't think she's gonna gonna be a major contender for the road race
1: no she won't be a contender well have you seen that team, Daniel? No, bless her heart. She's not a major contender for the road race. I mean, I guess if, if, if Marianna Voss and Anna Meek and Anna Van der Breggen all punctured. No, um, in the road race, Ellen will be doing that beautiful thing that she does, which is basically start out attacking like a complete lunatic and dropping half the field.
0: Right. So her, her job will be to make life miserable for everyone else
1: yes yes it will Mm -hmm. um yes um but she's got a really proper possible chance for winning the itt it's it's pretty much completely flat this itt and you know ellen great big motor that she is Mm
0: -hmm. cool
1: cool. i hope right now she's powering up and down that road with a huge smile on her face roaring Roaring and
0: <laughs> but it was Tatiana who was roaring in your story. So yes, I
1: know, but but you know now it's Ellen's turn. Oh, okay, fine. So yeah, I mean, amazing year. I, I mean, we've said before, specialised Lululemon had a really, really unlucky year. On one hand, what with Ian and Yoko Teutenberg and and Evelyn Stevens having really big crashes mm, and Tricky mm. Warwick being out with a collarbone break, but Ellen has has pretty much like just. That She's been a bright and shining star all year. Uh, this is what happens when riders drop track.
0: Well, I think this is also what happens when teams build really strong uh, cultures and, uh, and healthy environments where riders are encouraged and, and able to flourish. Uh, you see,
1: someone, someone suggested that maybe Ellen was doing so well because she's had to step up. Like maybe she was maybe she was comfortable before. I don't know. I have no idea. But yes, I mean, hurrah for Specialized-LuLulemon. They remain prob- probably one of our top favorite teams. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I guess without being inside it, you can't really know that. But I would I would tend to disagree with that assessment because I would say that it's a shift in priorities. You know, I would I would say that um, Ellen's commitment and performance has been exemplary it's just been focused in slightly different areas as her responsibilities within the needs of the team have shifted so
1: yes but Mm. you know she's been fantastic and wonderful and amazing so yes yay ellen her her season isn't over yet
0: not yet not yet and neither is ours so yay
1: yes um As we said, hundreds of videos, hundreds of photos. I made a post on Podium Cafe with them. It took me hours and hours and hours and halfway through. I was going, why am I doing this? Why? 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 But yes. And it was for you.
0: It was for you, dear listener. That's why. So
1: hmm. Yes. But it was in contrast to the other European race of last week.
0: Oh, um, the one that is impossible to see.
1: The Tour Cycliste Feminine International de Lardesh? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I fuck knows what was going on in that race. I mean, uh, it's not helped by the fact that it's in some hellish mobile phone dead zone. So you can't even get texts from riders. They're all staying in campsites and so they don't ha- even have Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, I, uh, we saw two videos from it. Yay. Two. Two. Probably added up to five minutes between them.
0: Wow, okay, cool, cool. I mean, cause I, correct me if I'm wrong, but from memory, that's that's more than we got last year.
1: Uh, Lardesh? Mm. Lardesh is usually a relatively good one to follow, because last year we included it in the unofficial, unsanctioned um, social media jersey.
0: Yeah, we did too, we did too. But I mean, that was social media, I, I mean video.
1: Yes. Anyway, when we left you on the Tour de Linda Willemsen had won the very short ITT prologue, mm. Giorgio Bronzini had won stage one, then stage... then day, then day three...
0: That was a a two-parter, wasn't it, day three? It
1: was, two-parter. Alina Amielusic of B-Pink won the three-and-a-half-kilometre time trial in the morning. And then the race went a bit weird, because in the afternoon, it was one of the hilly mountain stages. And it was won by Georgia Bronzini.
0: No, I had... What? But sprinters don't win hilly, mountainy uphill stages. yeah then
1: stage four which was also hilly mountainy uphill was won by joelle newmanville um of optum presented by kelly benefit strategies and she's also a sprinter
0: right okay okay
1: and then stage five was the queen stage and that was won by canadian caroline canoel of vienna futuroscope and then stage six hilly 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 um ended an uphill sprint won by georgia bronzini
0: okay so weird
1: and what I can't and at one point my favourite favourite race report was I think it was after state after at the end of day at the end of day three and it was from Marv Barris the Team Australia DS and he's got this fantastic quote which was um, something along the lines of yeah uh, and Tiffany Cromwell won the green sprinters jersey hang on a minute Tiffany Tiffany sprinters Tiffany green did I read that right Tiffany well I I.
0: I, I now kind of want to hear from, from Tiff or or her dad or someone who would know if maybe now she's ticked off like a secret dream. Like, you know, maybe this was a career ambition to win the Sprinters jersey in, in well, the summer event. She didn't
1: win it overall, but she did wear it for a couple of days. But, yeah, I mean, we were in a weird, bizarro world where Georgia Bronzini is winning hilly stages and Tiff Cromwell is in the Sprint jersey. Mm, mm. I don't get it. But because we can't, I mean, what I can't see, what I just, you know, you can't tell from the, from the, you know, there's, there's basically race reports from Team Australia, from Marv. There's race reports on the Wiggle Honda website, and that's pretty much it. So it was impossible to tell were the hills not as hilly as normal? But then everyone was talking about how much they hurt their legs. Was Was Bronzini just really good tactically? Was, Oh, were yeah, the climbers yeah. were suffering from bad legs? Oh, what was going on? It's
0: actually really interesting because it simultaneously highlights that this would have been actually very, very interesting racing to watch because the results are so outside of what you would expect. Um, yeah. And then also the huge lack of understanding that comes with a lack of video. Like, it's yeah. really, really hard to know. Like I'm sure all of this makes perfect sense if you could see it all, but
1: well, not even and not even video. I mean, the lack of Twitter because you know had, for example, Richie Steege being there tweeting what was going on, then maybe that would have made sense. But it was also strange for the um, for the GC. Because um, Linda Willemson had led the GC for the first two stages after she won the prologue, and then Alina Amelusic, when she won the ITT, she took over the GC, going really well. L- Linda had a crash and went to hospital um, on I think it was stage th- on I think it was stage three or stage four. But then Amielusik, um on stage four crashed and broke her collarbone. Oh. And oh, that no. didn't just take away her first proper GC, you know, her first proper GC. That also puts her out of worlds. Mm,
0: mm, yeah.
1: Really, really tragic. Unfortunate timing tragic for her. Up. Yeah, that's going to be really up. upsetting. Yeah, but then, so Willemsen was leading going into the last stage, and, and generally you'd think that in a stage with light hills and da-da-da, that Willemson would, you know, would easily win, but she missed the break. Mi- and Tatiana Antishina, um took over the... The, the the GC and won the GC on the final day.
0: I'm just finding this whole thing very confusing, really.
1: I know. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't mm. understand. So yeah, um I'm just hoping that like riders went home and blogged all about it so it'll make some sense. I did really like Tiffany's Q&A on the Oracle website where she was saying that one of the best things, one of the interesting things about it was that she's been used to racing with Emily Johansson. But this gave her a chance to like be the team leader uh-huh. and how much she enjoyed that. So that was fun. Oh, cool. But um, speaking of Marv and Orica, Marv Barris, the Aussie BS, has um, got a preview out of the Giro Toscana, which starts today. yes. And I loved his preview because his preview was basically, oh, Tosca, I, I can't do it in Aussie. Did you read it?
0: Uh, no, I haven't read it yet, as yet. no. I oh, uh, as it's I'm, basically- I was telling Sarah before we started recording everyone, I've had two very, very, very not pleasant days at work and and have not had much time for other things. But anyway, leaving that aside.
1: Imagine the sound of the tiny violin being being played by the tiny horse. Yeah, I
0: know. I know white man in Australia has a hard day at his job. So, you know. But still it did distract me from, you know, reading and catching up on all sorts of stuff.
1: Well, I wish it hadn't, because I wish you could read this for me in broad strain.
0: Well, give me a link and I'll read it for you now. It's not like we've never done that before. Jeez.
1: What Oh, well, I'm going to just describe it instead. So the first thing was, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Toscana because, you know, the world is around the corner and this will give us a really good insight into who's feeling good. Toscana's brilliant. It's hot. The food's fantastic. Here's a load of the food I'm going to eat. The people are great. The food's wonderful. Oh, yeah, and there's racing.
0: Right, right. So was probably looking at it more as... uh You know, Marv Barris sponsored by the Italian Tourism Board? or
1: Yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, I hope Marv gets all that delicious food and a couple of glasses of Tuscan wine that he likes. Um, Did you read any of Dave McPartland's other blogs from Bowles Rental Ladies Tour?
0: Unfortunately, I've kind of um, been afraid to since last week, just kind of scared me.
1: Well we were mentioning we were mentioning about Mar about Dave McPartland, the DS of Oracle AIS's blogs, because he's always been very open and as we said last week, we really appreciate him not sugarcoating it, not sugarcoating any of it. But they were particularly you know, they started off quite weird. Yes. They carried on in that vein. And the last blog, he said, blah 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 I don't like to sugarcoat things. But Blah blah blah. On the last stage, everyone chose to have bad legs at the same time. I, but, oh. yeah. I I don't know. I don't know whether the bowls rental ladies tour is very unhappy for, for 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 Dave. I don't know whether he too was suffering from Australian election on and depression or what was going on. But I'd recommend having a look at them just because they're really odd.
0: Wow, okay, okay, oh well, you know maybe Dave's having an off day maybe maybe he's just practising you know his his European linguistics and he was actually speaking in in some other language and then translating it into English and then it was being transcribed by somebody else and and that's what well, i Dan, yeah. he
1: was speaking he was speaking in another language he was speaking in strain.
0: Well, I haven't heard the guy's accent. He might not have been. He may have a very, a very correct, you know, beautifully cultivated and cultured accent.
1: Are you suggesting that Australian accent isn't cultivated and cultured by itself?
0: Uh, I'm suggesting that Australia is a large and diverse nation with many accents, and uh, therefore there is no way to be absolutely certain which Australian accent the gentleman in question was employing. Ah oh. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh. Mm. How, would
1: you, how would you describe your accent? I mean, it's Queensland, isn't it?
0: Nope. No, it's definitely not. Um, I'm closest to a Victorian or Melbourne accent.
1: Oh, I was so hoping you'd bite that. <laughs> so unfair. Anyway, there was also, speaking of Victorian... Mm -hmm. There was Victorian racing last last week as well.
0: Well, yes, yes, there was. Um, In one of the, well, the tour is uh, named for one of the largest and best-known rivers in Australia. It was the Tour of the Murray.
1: Tour of the Murray River, or as Dan said last week, no, it can't be that Sarah, they can't tour a river and then it
0: was (laughs) Well, yes, but excuse me if you're going to quote me, give the full quote which was, no, they can't tour a river Sarah, they're on bikes (laughs) Thank you, and I think history will prove me as more accurate than you
1: (laughs) Anyway, Tour of the Murray River, typical Australian race, um, part of the National Road Series, in that it had fantastic videos. I'm not going to tell you about it because you should go and watch those videos. Please go and watch those videos. I beg you to go and watch those videos. They're great videos, fantastic videos. And it was won by Catherine Garford.
0: I, I would actually also add to just the general call to watch the videos. If you're all involved in, in cycling advocacy or race organisation or... Um, or, you know, with a federation in any capacity at all. I would really recommend watching these videos as a great example of the kinds of things that can be done reasonably easily uh, when there's just enough, uh, you know, commitment and will to make it happen. Um, yeah, they're, they're I mean, they're great coverage of the race, but I think they're also a fantastic sort of broad how-to guide. As to how to, you know, get, you know, Sarah is genuinely enthusiastic about the Australian National Road Series and she's on the other side of the world.
1: I'm probably more enthusiastic than I am about the British one. Mm. I know more about your races. I know more about the areas they're in. I really want to go and visit them all because they're just so, they just make it so easy. And the website's super easy to follow. You know, super the Subaru National Road Series website just super easy to follow everything to find out. I was just, I love it, I love it, and I kind of. Did you just say? Did you just say Subaru?
0: How interesting.
1: Hmm. I don't drive.
0: I don't understand what driving has to do with your pronunciation of names, but okay.
1: How how are we are we on are on are on are we on a are we on a are we on a are we in a strange place again about names Subaru?
0: Yeah, yeah, Subaru.
1: Okay. I just thought I was going by whatever you said the um, Australian pronunciation guide was.
0: Uh, Yeah, which is to shorten vowels and keep your mouth closed.
1: Yes. Um... So, um, oh, uh, one more thing about Lardesh, just to get back to it. Very, very good for Optum. Very good race for Optum. I, I'd love to see them over in, over, in, over in Europe, actually, more next year. But also very good for Canadians. There were Canadians all over the place in that race. And I, yeah. There great. are Canadians
0: everywhere. They're the Australian backpackers of North America.
1: Yeah, they had um three in the top ten. Um Carolanne Canoel, um, third in G C after her stage win. Uh Joelle Newmanville fifth in G C after her stage win, and Denise Ramsden tenth. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. congratulations.
0: Oh, Canada. Something else that sounds awesome. That was
1: their that, was their
0: that was their national anthem, in case you couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah
1: oh dear oh dear um and i would recommend Joel no Loma- Joel the main villain Caroline canwell as riders to look out for in the world if they are picked for their team i assume they are cool cool um yeah um it was a mad week for video in general wasn't it actually
0: there was all sorts of unusual and um and in some cases like really fucking weird things uh that cropped up what? I swear, watch, I, couldn't, I couldn't watch. I, I watched, I think, because it goes for like 14 minutes. I watched for like about three and a half, four. And...
1: Um, a, yeah. a French yeah. mountain bike film. It was made by Giant and a, one of the tourist boards for the, I don't know where, from one of the regions of France. And yeah. it was a particularly odd little mix of um, clowning, dance, cycling, mm. Yeah, tourism and Elvis.
0: But when we say clowning, I mean like we mean proper old school, professional clowning. Like it, it's it was actually like it was very French in that regard. Like it's it's that whole you know these are the people who love Jerry Lewis, so yeah. Hmm.
1: It was, and um, I think I'm the only person who like. Well, I saw it on the dirt, um, dirt magazines. Site. and I thought it was brilliant. It's got um, it's got um, from women. It's got uh, cycling from Morgan Shah last year's world downhill champion. It's got um, BMX, stunt bike riding, trick bike, circus riding, all sorts of weird, different types of bike riding. Will the broad Elvis theme exploring the region, sort of getting drunk?
0: Yeah, and all just weird and not making sense and. Yeah. I
1: loved it. I really loved it. But oh, yeah, yeah. well,
0: and people. that's fine. I'm, I, you know, it's it's seriously. I let me put it this way, it's worth a look. I think, like myself, you will either know if if you are at at sort of three and a half to four minutes in, um, haven't felt the compulsion to just give up and stop, then you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. I'm sure. Um, but I'm, I, I reckon by by the four minute mark, you know whether or not you can continue. I yes, certainly did.
1: Um, yes, I'm um, too weird even for Dan. Mm, mm,
0: exactly. But then, you know, on the other side of it, there's shit mountain bike girls say.
1: I love shit mountain bike girls say. I
0: I thought I, I have to be honest, the the whole the, there's kind of an internet meme of shit X say thing that, that's gone around and and you know there's been a few cycling ones and stuff so I was a little bit dubious um when when I first saw this come up but there was some there was some good stuff in there
1: yeah um it was it's so it was basically a bunch of german girls who they'd seen the shit mountain bikers say um done by boys so they thought they'd make their own video of it and it's just really 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 funny one of my favorite bits and I know you're going to say don't read the comments but in the comments there's all these people going god you 're so sexist <laughs> you're presenting girls like you know like like as really as it 's really sexist how you 're presenting girls it's like but that's what they say. They're they're they girls who like to go and shred it on the mountain yeah, bike trails yeah. and ride hard. But they also find themselves saying ridiculous things. You know, everything from, Hey, can you film it from a different angle so it looks steeper? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> Through to getting very excited about which of their goggles match their <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that was that was my favorite thing was uh the quote from i i can't even remember which but one of the girls um where she was like yeah but that's all shit that we do actually say to each other like we just recorded what we say <laughs>
1: yeah and it's not and it's also kind of missing the point it's not that's not what you say all the time
0: yeah, yeah. but
1: yes um i i saw it because it was on an interview with one of the women behind it on total women's cycling and she was just really really funny i recommend it all but it also had another video that that, that set of three girls had made of going on a night ride oh okay i haven't seen that one. Oh, oh you'll love it it's like it's um it's it's like ladies it's called ladies night and it's basically contrasting different kinds of ladies nights where you know where you know getting ready and going to the club together and so on and so forth with getting ready and going on a night ride
0: ah right
1: it's just it's making me and i know i know you know winter is coming (laughs)
0: oh oh, no
1: and um um, in some parts of the world i know summer's coming for you but yeah summer's already
0: arrived we've literally that's the other thing that we had yesterday we had our first bushfires of the season yesterday so
1: holy shit it's not even spring is it well
0: september's technically spring but yeah it is early but yeah
1: so basically basically it's not just you that wants to burn down the country after the election then (laughs) i don't want to burn down the country
0: i love the country But you know you know, um, selective back burning is better for the environment, that's all. Yes.
1: Um, what else? Um the other video I liked was I know what video will make you happy.
0: Oh, okay. Um I, well there's there's several options, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that this is some sort of American video.
1: It is some sort of American video. Possibly, by your favourite rider.
0: Possibly with, you know, a man or a Y man, in it. A Y man. Yeah.
1: Um, Helen. Helen. Helen's in America. Lock up your trophies. Her first race is this weekend. Helen's in America racing the East Coast cyclocross season. Look, I got my East and West the right way around this time, Daniel. <laughs> oh
0: right. So you get it right when it's America, but when it's Australia, just like fuck those convicts. Yeah. <laughs> you're so you're so English. It's not even funny. It's just wow. <laughs> the empire's alive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know who Darth Vader was? Yeah, yeah, your Prime Minister. That's who. That's who. You know who the Emperor is? Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth is the Emperor.
1: How bizarre. Mm. mm. That's nothing like actual British politics at all, but, yeah.
0: Well, you know, whatever. I was just being mean, I guess. Do you mean the Queen can't shoot lightning out of her fingers? No. Oh, Boring. Oh, well. Gin maybe. Ooh, hey, I would keep a queen that could shoot gin out of her fingers.
1: Mm. Um, yes. Um, Helen Wyman's in America. She started her first of her video diaries, which showed her riding around Vermont and having generally having a good time. So watch out for her YouTube channel, mm. mate. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to it. She's ace, is Helen. She's fantastic. Now, so yes.
0: Semi related to that, but not video based. Um, I saw her on Twitter last night a uh, comment from. Steph saying that he's had some great news come through for 2014 with Matrix Racing Academy, which is the team. Um, And I haven't seen any more details as to what that is, but I'm happy to hear that it's good news and that he's feeling excited and happy. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) I know, it was like a classic, I've got news that's actually not news as I talk about it, but, you know, still, it's news.
1: Um, there's news from America, There's um, the, U- the Men's United Healthcare team have set up, are setting up a women's team, and they announced the beginning of their squad, and that looks a bit scary.
0: Well, only if you're racing against them.
1: Exactly, it's, um, it's yeah, that's, um, that's, that's that's looking like a pretty strong squad. Um, let me just go and see who's in it, because I don't have it to hand, but they've definitely signed Myra Abbott, who As- came back.
0: Yeah, yeah, came back in f you know, amazing form and, and blitzed the field at the Giro Rosa this year. Um yes. I was actually gonna I was actually gonna step back for a second and say, you know what, I would absolutely love if Helen got like fan t shirts made that you could buy that are just like on the front lock up your trophies and on the back Helen's in America. That would be so cool.
1: Oh, oh you should tweet, Steph and tell him.
0: That would be cool, wouldn't it? I reckon they could make a bundle selling that at cross races
1: yes mm. um yeah they've um they've got uh they've got um not just mara abbott but Alison powers never was a rider's name more um appropriate because powers is just full of powers she's time trial superstar very strong rider super strong um yeah and then they've got some good really young riders uh ruth winder corin rivera alexis ryan and Lauren Tamayo, so yeah, so that's going to be fun. Wow, yeah,
0: fun. yeah, that's that's a pretty impressive lineup, uh,
1: yeah. Yes. So, yeah, um, hurrah. Um, is it going to be interesting actually? I've been looking at the USA announced their um, their, their squad for the world's for the world championships that, um, last week, and they have Mara Abbott and Evelyn Stevens,
0: yep. So, and I you think it's going to be a uh, like? Are you thinking it's going to be difficult, like a judge it on the road kind
1: of thing, or? Uh... I I don't know. I hope well. I hope it is. I mean, I would put my money on Evie because uh, Mara Abbott she won her two Giro stages and the Giro Rosa basically by going uphill.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was going to say I would have thought Evie would be the stronger like one day race contender for this this course.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and especially because yeah. it's got you know because I mean Evie bless her heart. As with a lot of riders who come late to racing, she's not the rider who. You know, when we were talking about our inaugural downhill ITT World Championships. Yes. She's not the racer that you'd pin to win that race, is she?
0: Well, only if if we'd somehow really screwed up and just made it one big long straight downhill slope. You know, I'm not
1: sure she. I'm not sure she'd like that either.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that would give her a chance. I think. Um, you know, as opposed to lots of hair bin, hairpins and switchbacks. But, yes,
1: but yeah. hairpins and switchbacks. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's yeah. Abby, um she's. I mean, she's not. She's nowhere near the Schleck level of downhilling or the Wiggins. You know, she's not. She's not that bad. She doesn't downhill like Bradley. But, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I, sorry. I just mentally had just two images of like a Schleck in a canal, sitting there with his bike next to him. You know, hands down, just looking confused and not knowing what happened and um and of a a Wiggins gingerly walking his bike down around a corner so <laughs> just it just amused the reason, me
1: The reason, dear listener, we talk about Schlecks in the canal is because when it was the energy waser earlier on in the year, there were some excellent moments where I mean the energy waster was all about wind and technical racing and a flat, but they did have a couple of riders that fell into the canal. <laughs> And it made us imagine what riders do we know who are renowned for their bike handling skills,
0: or complete lack thereof. Uh, so. And
1: what would happen if, um, you know? So we're thinking about a race where it's energy water, it's flat, it's incredibly tactical, it's sprinty, and if you aren't very good at bike handling, you end up in a canal. We want to see Frank and Andy Schlag races. <laughs>
0: I actually don't think you could. Like, I literally don't think you could see them race the Energy Walk Tour. They would struggle to make it through two stages.
1: Yes. Mm, mm. Um. Oh, more video. Um, Carl Lima just tweeted. Uh, there's a little eight minute feature on um high tech rider Julie Leth on uh, a Scandinavian news channel. He said um, Danish news channel. Um, watch it. Even if you don't understand it, it's still good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh because yes, understanding the language is what's always held you back from watching. <laughs> um,
1: uh, what else what else this week, dear? Um, have we mentioned that Gillian Carlton's racing yet? Yes. Oh we haven't, have we? Gillian. Mm, so she's Jillian. back
0: she's back doing uh Omnium, isn't she?
1: Yeah, she's been racing on the track in um, in, in one of the international races um, over, over in North America. And we're really pleased. You might remember we were talking about Gillian Carlton's blog about how she was taking a hiatus from road racing to work on her depression and her mental mm. health issues. And, yeah, so super happy to see that she's on the bike. Super happy even more to see that she's on top um, on the bike. So, yay, Gillian.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, also... There was um now I, I saw a note from you and I'm not really 100% clear on what this means but uh Voss film I'm hoping means something to you because that's the Oh yes
1: that giants as well as having Rageus, the bike clown dance tourism film um, Giant put out a couple of uh, films last week. Little filmettes, adverts really, um, out out last week. One was um, on mountain bikers, how we why we ride, and the other was just little filmette of Mariana Voss riding around on her bike. Um, all oh, nice. good. Nice. And, um,
0: speaking of speaking of unusual videos, there's there's one that I kind of wanted to mention because I know it just makes you sort of go, huh um was the the Wiggle Honda video.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Wiggle Honda are apparently having a documentary. Um and that can mean anything in cycling terms. People a documentary can mean 8 minutes to like, you know, a full cinematic release documentary. But um yeah, they had a documentary about how they're aiming to win the world's TTT.
0: Right. I uh, uh, that's I can kind of understand that, but honestly, I, given their riders, I wouldn't have. Um, I don't know. I, I just I, I I don't think they'll do terribly at the TTT. It's just not what I would have expected them to be focusing on.
1: No, and and and, and, and I mean, they've said that this was a goal all throughout the season to do well in the TTT, and I'll I'll you know I'm, I don't want to take that away from them. It's just that it's a bit weird mm-hmm. to me because.
0: Well, and especially especially after this last week of, of Lardesh proving that Bronzini's winning all the uphill sprints in the world, um, you know, clearly she's just going to snatch Worlds.
1: I, I mean, I, I, you know, Bronzini could win Worlds, and the Italians could definitely win But, like, when I was looking down, so looking down over their TTTs, in the open, they didn't race bowls ladies tour so we don't need to do that but the, the, the one big TTT is the Open to Swed for Gorda TTT World Cup and they did have some issues because Charlotte Becker broke her, 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 broke her rib and and I think a couple of riders had been a bit sick but they came fifth right in that TTT yeah and yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. Is I, it, is it one I, of
0: those things? Do you think maybe where like it's you know for the purposes of, of press and PR and um, and possibly even for fundraising, like securing sponsors or whatever, that you state the, the lofty goal, you know, like that you so don't that you don't say, oh yeah, we're hoping to podium, but but that we're we're aiming to win.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that must be it. I think it might be a cultural thing, too. I mean, I... I I mean, where did they... I, I think it might be a cultural thing for me because they are... I, I, I kind of think... what I'm, The story I'm fascinated in with, with, with Eagle Honda is, well, Rochelle Gilmore has set up the team and... She's and it's been a, a team set up from scratch, and they set it up for you know, she got, she got through the details very late. And they've had some, you know, Brondini's been having a fantastic season mm. with them, probably her best season as a seat, you know, as a, without counting like worlds for years. Yeah, yep. and uh, Linda Willemsen came back very late on in the season. Her first race with them was the Giro Rosa, and she's been having a fantastic season too. So there are some really good stories, but with the TTT, it's it's going to be hard for a an established team like Rabobank to get on the podium. Yeah. And I I just can't, I just, I mean, I, I, I don't, it's one of those things where I don't know whether it's my knowledge that's wrong. I'm just having cognitive dissonance about yeah, it. Let's, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, speaking of cognitive dissonance, this is the last thing that I wanted to mention that's probably going to make your head explode because I know you don't have strong feelings or opinions about it, but... Uh, Vicky Pendleton uh, says that she never became a road cyclist because, you know, inequality. Um, Because we all know that that track superstars like Vicky uh, automatically turn into road superstars. I...
1: I have feelings.
0: No. No.
1: I, I... When I first started, I mean, track was my track was my first cycling love, and track is just I love it. And look how far you've come, you know. Track was my first cycling love. I I I really I really loved watching Vicky Pendleton race, but it's one of those times where you possibly need to see less about a rider in the media than more. (laughs) And it. I mean, you know, you can't necessarily blame her, but the narrative about Vicky Pendleton and Anna Mears in all these competitions was always put forward as Vicky Pendleton would go, oh, well, in 2007 or 2006... Anna Mears used to bully me on the track and she'd push me around and she'd push me into the barriers and, oh, I had to get used to it and, oh, and and presented herself as little girly Vicky. I like to have long hair and I like to have long hair and be very girly and I I, I bake cupcakes and I knit in my spare time and I'm very girly. And she used to say this over and over. And the inference was not like that Butch Mears woman.
0: You know, oh um, right, okay, yeah, Anna,
1: yeah. Anna, You know Anna Mears is a very different. She's a very different personality. I mean, she's not, butch she's only, butch you know, it's just you know this idea that because Vicky Pendle, I don't don't think that women should have all. Don't women don't have to have short hair and be butch just because they're on bikes? and you know, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, you know, like, just, but, and you know and and and, and, the, and the narrative and you never heard like Anna Mears broke her back in 2007 or 2008 and her sister Kerry was also who is a very good rider was also injured you know was, was very badly injured too Anna Amir's broke her back and you didn't see her in 2011 going I can't do this in Australia but oh well you know I broke my back four years ago and that was tragic you know what I mean she'd always just be like yeah I want to win and <laughs> I thought. so I find Vicky Pendles quite difficult um because she also cried a lot and I mean, basically, from hearing about her autobiography and stuff, it sounds like she's a very fragile emotional person, Mm. who, who's you know who who didn't really enjoy who liked winning but didn't really enjoy cycling and was tormented by demons and you know wasn't getting enough mental health support and so on and so forth and you know perpetually on the verge of a nervous breakdown and so a shining example
0: of the UCI as led by Brian Cookson.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yes, exactly. I mean, yes. I mean, for all people talk about British cycling being so good on the track. The stuff that came out from her autobiography, are like, holy shit, that's insane. So, yeah. Um, so, so first of all, there's Vicky Pendleton. Secondly, there's the fact that while endurance riders on the track cross over to road very well, and you see people like Mariana Voss and Georgia Bronzini do very, very well on the track and on the road, In in general... Track sprinters do not become road riders. Like, I mean, there is Theo Boss. I'll give you that. There was Theo Boss, but yeah, in general, they just don't. It's just a different physiognomy. It's like it's like asking why you know Usain Bolt doesn't race, doesn't race a marathon. It's just. Yeah, so, so Vicky, bless her, said, oh, I, I, I did think about going to road, but I didn't want to do it because of the inequality, and I just wanted to punch her because, no, you didn't do it, love, because you didn't like it, and you weren't as good as it. God. I mean, yes, I, I think, sorry. I,
0: sorry, I feel I have to clarify at that point. I'm not laughing at Sarah wanting to punch. No, sorry, I am laughing at Sarah wanting to punch Vicky Pendleton I'm not laughing at the idea of her actually punishing Vicky Pendleton
1: I might say hmm, yes you've got an interesting take on the media how much of it is you being misquoted and how much yeah. of it is, yeah, back, is to
0: it- that, back to that British chart of what you say and what you mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I take your point, I don't take your point at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> I take your point, and you had some really interesting things to say. You're
0: fucking wrong!
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yes. Well, okay. Um, what is there anything else that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, oh, I wanted to mention Byron, Confused Spider, um, translated for us, Mariana Voss, talking about why she wasn't in the Bowls Rental Ladies Tour. Okay. And she said she actually cried when she realised she couldn't ride it, but her doctors have said she, she's been suffering from... Um, very bad back pain and trapped nerves and stuff and her doctors have said to her look you cannot carry on riding as much as you do at this level
0: right it's taking too much of a toll
1: yeah um, it's too much of a physical toll so as a result she's going to race a couple of cyclocross races at the start of the season. And she's definitely going to compete in the cyclocross world in the Netherlands in, 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 in next, in the beginning of next year. Yeah. But basically expect to see Voss on a reduced schedule in the future.
0: Interesting. Well, I, I mean, that's going to be particularly interesting for what she does in terms of cross-disciplinary cycling. Um, yeah. You know, it was, it was very ambitious this year to, to work mountain biking into a schedule. And I think she did a, a reasonable job of that for, first time round, but you know there have been key points with road races where you know she herself has said that she wasn't where she wanted to be because she'd focused you know she'd had to divide her focus between mountain bike prep and and road prep um, yeah, yeah and
1: i mean and she's still gonna be um she's, she's gonna be riding some more mountain bike next year to see because i think she really enjoyed herself but yeah it's i mean i guess it's not really a surprise that if you carry on racing you know if you race year round mm. and have been racing year round for years and especially in those very bumpy um races like you know cyclocross and, and, and mountain bike that yeah. it does take its toll but yeah um i feel for her because vos, the reason vos races all that much is because she loves racing
0: yeah yeah
1: so yeah poor Annika. but um speaking of cyclocross there was another race this weekend wasn't there there was. There was a race in Britain somewhere that our friend Sword Panda rode her very first cyclocross race and did not come last.
0: Which, you know, is a major goal and a goal that I would have shared were I racing a cyclocross race, which I will never do. Um, but not only did she not come last, she came sixth in her, her ever youthful age division.
1: Yes, and um, which wasn't last.
0: Yeah, which is not last. Definitely so, not last, yeah. decidedly not last. And she beat so, several track- of the men, which was also I think another not so much goal but a, a good talking point because we all know how juiced up and angry you know guys in their, their 30s and 40s are when they're racing. So
1: Yes, are you suggesting that you wouldn't like to be beaten by girls?
0: No, I would really enjoy being beaten by girls. <laughs> did I get the tone right? I think I did
1: <laughs> and if you ladies would like the uh
0: for a small fee.
1: send your CV with a photo to prowomencycling@gmail.com. at <laughs> um. oh god yes um I- Um, This week's racing, it's the last European stage races of the season, the Giro della Toscana. I nearly, please, please, please click on my Podium Cafe preview of it, because I nearly killed myself trying to preview that race last night. Oh, my God. Why? Why would you set up a website like that? At least it's not musical anymore. Oh, God. Um, It's it's also the Raznamorn in Ireland, so if you'd like to see uh, women ra- ra- riding along the Atlantic coast in County Clare in the rain, then um, watch out for the Raz's, uh amazing Twitter stream and also their fantastic videos. Excellent. And if you want more, because you always want more, I know you want more, it's also the next round of the Mountain Bike World Cup this weekend
0: and where is that now it's in <laughs> caught you out
1: yes i can't say it it's in norway
0: <laughs> yep
1: it's in um Hushful.
0: cool cool is that a real place
1: yes where was yes, it again it, it, it <laughs>
0: uh i shouldn't tease too much your norwegian Havjol. pronunciation is probably going
1: to be better half y'all okay anyway it's all live on red bull tv as usual and it's going to be great it's apparently a very peddly course so yeah um watch it watch it watch it my dear friends you'll really enjoy it and oh. yeah and then we come to the world mm,
0: mm. Yes, yes we do. It's getting ever so closer. Inching uh, a week at a time, lurching closer and closer.
1: Lurching?
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep.
1: That's a word I'd use to describe you when you've been drinking.
0: I don't lurch! I amble, I stroll, I strut, but I do not lurch.
1: You strut? I strut. Do you peacock?
0: No! No, that's gauche.
1: No. Anything oh. else we've missed? Oh, on Thursday, La Tour NTA, you may remember the petition to start a women's Tour de France. Yes. Um, on Thursday, the La Tour NTA website will be launched, which will tell you more about that, have them more of their manifesto, more, 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 more. So when it happens, please click on it because, yes, they are lovely people, lovely human beings, just in time for Worlds.
0: Cool, cool. We look forward to the update. Um, And I guess we'll we'll do a solid, you know, talk through Worlds next week, huh?
1: Yeah, I can't wait, Daniel.
0: Well, I'm sorry, Sarah, but you're going to have to.
1: Here's hoping that this week brings for both of us a um, a massive lottery win and plane tickets to Firenze.
0: (laughs) I'd settle for just no more server crashes, but, you know, hmm.
1: Yeah. And on that note, here's hoping Australia gets better for Dan and he's not burnt alive in his bed.
0: And there we go, click.